Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for checking us out. This is the podcast where you give us 15 minutes of your time and we give you a chance to hear the voice behind the pages and get to know some of your favorite writers in a new light. I'm one of your hosts, Kathleen Basie. I'm an award-winning musical composer, a feature writer, essayist, and of course, storyteller. Let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. Shauna Rodriguez spent 20 plus years as a leader in the public and nonprofit sector, and in 2020 transitioned to work as a consultant so she could finally finish the novel she always dreamed of writing. It was a joyous and arduous journey, but less than a year after leaving her career, she penned the final words of her debut novel, Beyond the Pear Blossoms. By interweaving life lessons with endearing characters and transformative experiences, Shauna creates women's fiction that helps us see how universal our experiences are and what a gift of escape reading can be. Boldly chasing her writing dream also unlocked other creative adventures, and Shauna credits it for making her podcast, The Grit Show, possible. This path also led her to creating the Authentic Connections Network, a podcasting network with a primary goal of amplifying women's voices in podcasting and increasing the abysmal 27% of podcasts hosted by women by 10% in five years. So, 37 by 27. This audacious focus make it harder to find time for writing, but she will release the short story Every Mother's Peanut Butter as part of the women's fiction anthology A Million Ways, Stories of Motherhood in the spring of 2023. She also continues to make slow and steady progress on her narrative nonfiction, Daughter of the Accused. Welcome, Shauna. Thank you, Kathleen. I'm excited to be here and get interviewed by you. It's lovely to have you here. So tell me the most interesting thing about where you are from. I think the most interesting thing about where I'm from is its focus on pears. And that's partly the reason why the title of my book is on the pear blossoms that kind of all tied together. There's the pear blossom parade. There's a big celebration every spring for the pears and the pear blossoms. And if you've heard of Harry and David, they're actually based out of the Rogue Valley where I'm from. And I was actually a pear blossom princess when I graduated from high school. Awesome. So there's a big focus of pears on where I am from <laughs> in the small town of Southern Oregon. Very fun. So tell me then, if you could have dinner with any four people, living or dead, who would they be? What would you chat about? And what would you have for dessert? And I'll bet I know that it would have something to do with pears. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, especially the four people and dessert because oh, there's so many good desserts. <laughs> I actually, I have a lemon dessert that I make that I absolutely love and it takes a long time to make it. It's like this lemon layered pie. And so because there's so many layers, it takes a long time to make. So it's a labor of love. So that's probably actually- Okay, you got to stop right there because talk to me about layers. How does that work? Because I'm a food person. Well, the first layer is actually- crushed up lemon cookies and then there's the next layer is two different layers so you have like a lemon curd layer that is kind of like if you have a lemon pie that curd layer that's really good because you actually use like lots of lemon juice and stuff to make it so it's really thick and very lemony and the next one adds cream and stuff in it so it's like a creamy lemony layer and then you have like twisted lemons on top and a whipped creamy layer that's just like whipped cream and you have actual wow. lemons around the edges of it it is it is just amazing so like this lemon layer pie is just to die for that's why I think that if I've made it for you or if you've worked with me and you've had it and I've brought it to a special occasion, like you remember that lemon dessert. So <laughs> that would be the dessert. I love when I serve with the dessert and not with the people. I mean, people, whatever. It's really about the food. It's really about the food. 
I think the hard part is deciding on four people because there are so many people I would love to have at that table and share that meal with. That's the harder part of the decision. The dessert. I know. That's the go-to. That's the easy decision. <laughs> so four people that are living or are not. Oprah is one of those iconic individuals that has been iconic for so long. And I feel like she has so much wisdom to offer. And sitting at a table with her and garnering that wisdom would be such an incredible opportunity. And I think that growing up, my mom had always wanted to go to her show or see her in person. And so there's a piece, too, that reminds me of my mom. Mm-hmm. And so of the four people, I would want to have Oprah be one of them. I would also want my partner, my fiance, Roby, to be one of them just because I love sharing experiences with him and having him there with me. So I would have him be one of those people also. And I think I would probably want one of my writing icons. And I'm trying to think of which writing icon that I would want to have there to kind of pick their brain about their writing. And that could be a hard one to to decide without thinking about it because there are so many icon, so many writing icons in that like everybody just defaults to Jane Austen, but I'll bet there are people that I'd really like to know in the here and now that way, you know? Yes. Yeah, that would be hard. I think I would write down like a list of authors and I would have like five of them and I would just draw out names. <laughs> That's a- just to see who would end up being the ones that I would end up having there, right? And something interesting, so I don't get like Andy Weir, somebody who's modern who writes something very different has been like independent author, kind of found his way. And then somebody like Elizabeth Gilbert, you know what I mean? So you'd have like these very different authors. So if I did it really randomly, I would get a really fun selection like that. So I think I would. I would write down a bunch of random author names that I would be really intrigued to have conversations with, like Brene Brown. I would I put them all into a mix and just see who I drew out. That would be kind of fun. That does sound like fun. Why don't we move forward into talking about your writing a little bit, shall we? Yes. So tell me a little bit about your book. Who do you think will connect with your book? What kind of reader? Who were you thinking of when you wrote it? I really think that my book is largely about women making decisions in their early mid-20s. And I feel like that women, women of multiple ages, but I really feel that is who would connect with it most is women who are making decisions about their life and their relationships and where they want to be and who they want to be would be the ones that would connect with the most because it is wrestling with those life decisions and who you want to be and what you want to become. And so I feel like people that are in that place of trying to decide who they are and how they define themselves and the relationships they're in and the relationships they want to be in and the person they want to be and what their priorities are, are the ones that would like find the most connection and meaning in it and feel that the strongest. And so I feel that's the people that would probably connect with it the most. You know, in that time in my life, I am a person who really likes my routines and I really like consistency and certainty. And I remember calling that period the transition period. And it was so Mm -hmm. hard. We feel so unsettled all the time. So I definitely understand that's a very specific group of people who are facing a very particular set of life challenges. Yeah. One of the people who connected with me after reading my book is somebody who I would have to guess at her age. And I would actually guess she's in her mid-40s. Maybe it was late 40s because she had kids that were in college, actually. And her reading it and her reading some of the things that the character was grappling with about their relationships and what they were trying to figure out resonated with her. She was saying like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, me, did you write this person that I'm trying to connect with and figure things out with? 
And so it was really interesting that somebody that was in their mid to late 40s like felt that I was writing them in their place in life and their decisions as well. Interesting that like even though it's very much written with that point in time for the characters, that those themes can be very recurrent in our lives as well as we're trying to grapple with those decisions. Yeah, for sure. That makes so much sense. And that's really cool to have those kind of reader interactions that just make you really feel like you're connecting with people and making a difference. Yes, that's the best. If you're a reader and you're listening to this, like whatever book you've read, you don't know how much it means to an author. If something's really connected with you, to find them and tell them like what's connected with you. I think that people think that the authors get that all the time and maybe other authors do. But I know that every time (laughs) I hear from someone and they tell me something like that, it means so much. And I feel like the author friends that I have, it's the same for them. Um, I think most authors, I would say anyway, everyone that I know would really like people to reach out to them. We are not unapproachable up in the heavens and starry skies somewhere. We are real people with messy houses and kids who are or not kids, jobs, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, that's that's very cool to have those moments to to connect with people. Yes. These are our labors of love and effort. We love people to connect with us on them. Yes. So tell me. What part of writing brings you the most joy? Probably what we just talked about, actually, the the finished product and the connecting. Like I get excited when I'm in the moment, like when I find something that really resonates with me and I feel I'm really able to connect with an emotion and with a situation and to be able to convey it. But when I hear from somebody that I was able to convey something, And for the short story, Every Mother's Peanut Butter, that is coming out in anthology, one of the beta readers had come back and said that it made her cry towards the end of it. And for me, when my writing really connects and impacts somebody like that and evokes emotion, which, you know, tears aren't always the the emotion you want to evoke, but that's part of being connected to a story that it really meant a lot to me that one of my beta readers felt that and really connected with the story I was trying to convey with them. And so really be able to connect to human emotion when I'm writing, but then to hear from readers that's really connected with them, I think is my favorite part. Can you tell us a little bit about that anthology? Yes, I'm so excited about this. It's a women's fiction anthology that's focused on motherhood, which is such a broad topic. And it's so exciting as I'm getting to see some of the different stories that people are contributing to have it all come together. It's short stories. And so it's ones that can be read quickly, which for me, it's kind of fun to do that because it is definitely about the journey and the emotions and the connecting with the characters in women's fiction. So it's kind of hard sometimes to put that into short stories. So I'm really excited Mm -hmm. about this anthology and they've been able to do that. And the focus for Mother's Day as a Mother's Day gift to give to people and for you to have as a gift to yourself to read through that. And it's about 10 to 12 women's fiction's authors. It was a hard thing to squeeze in with everything going on right now, but I was so excited about this opportunity that I did it. That's very cool. So tell us as we start to wrap up, what's the best place for people to find you? Yes. I have a website, shawnarodriguez.com. And so S-H-A-W-N-A and Rodriguez is R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-S. But really finding me on Facebook under my name as well and finding me on Instagram, Shauna Podcast at Shauna Podcast, because again, I have a podcast network and I co-host the Author Express here and I have the Grit Show. Those are the best places to find me and to be able to connect with me. And I love to respond to people and hear from folks. Wonderful. Thank you. So let's wrap up by asking, what book or story inspires you the most? So interestingly, Educated by Tara Westover, a more recent book, but I was so impressed at her ability to really tell her story and tell it in a way that was respectful for 
those involved. It's really hard to do memoir or narrative nonfiction and tell it in a way that really is authentic to the experience and respectful to those involved. And it was just beautiful. And she really told her story and then kind of stepped out of the limelight. Like she's not somebody you hear her speaking and doing all the things and going around and building a career off of it. She just knew it was a story that had to be told and told her story, which is just amazing to me. And it's such a powerful story and really inspires and connects with me because I have a story, Daughter of the Cues, that I am working on and will be working on. It'll take a while before that comes out. And it's a hard story to write. And so I think that really looking at somebody who's done that well, and she did a beautiful job, but that's really touched me and I appreciate the work she did. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll take a second to give us some stars or a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll be back next Wednesday. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting. Interesting.